sweet. Oh dear. Well, it's kind of, it's a kind of a short and sweet topic. On this week's episode of the Selling Podcast, we have a mystery box. <laughs> Mike is going to unravel the topic today. All right, we're recording. With over 50 years and millions of worldwide traveled miles between the two of us, we have tasted defeat and relished in sweet, sweet victory. Looking for inspirational entertainment, motivation, and practical insights to drive your business? Welcome to the Selling Podcast. No, this is a very deep and philosophical. Our lives. Maybe, but it's going to be a very deep and philosophical conversation. But maybe, Mike, we're trying to hype this up. Like this is like this is where we get the hype in. Like, yeah, I'm super excited, and then all of a sudden, it's like, eh, yeah, it's kind of a so-so topic. I'm a realist, Scott. I'm a realist. So let me <laughs> let me ask you a question. Why, if you had to think of just one reason, why have you been successful? Because I get hungry and I need to eat. Yeah, but there's always welfare. Yeah, that's true. Um, why have I this been successful? What, yeah. Because I want, made... I want to make it happen. Okay. I want to play in the NFL. That's not going to happen. If you really I... put your mind to it, like you could do know. something, like you could clean the, <laughs> you could clean the stadium or something. Oh yeah, I might be able to do that. But maybe, maybe the, want... those are some skilled workers. I want to play on the senior tour. For that's golf? not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Do you either. even golf? Yeah. You do? Not well. Oh. Not well, but I golf. Yeah. We've never golfed so, before. So here's the deal. I want to do things. That's one thing. I have the ability to do it. That's another. Mm-hmm. Jill's looking at me like, what are you? Is Jill laughing because you want to play on the senior tour? <laughs> no. she. <does. laughs> She's like, you're going to play on the senior tour? <laughs> no. So here's the deal, though. I have knowledge. I have skill. I lack ability to do a lot of that, right? Now, ability uh-huh. can be trained. But here's what I'm thinking. You are successful because of everyone who has been successful before you. And you're tapping into them, right? Okay. I mean, think about it. Think about it. You're successful. You've learned it. You have a desire. So... I think of the the quote, Isaac Newton quoted it, um, something like, if I have seen farther, it's because I've been standing on the shoulders of giants. Mm -hmm. You ever heard that? Yes. Okay, so that's exactly what we do on the podcast, right? We're helping everybody see a little bit further by standing on the giants. Mm -hmm. And we have some of the giants on the podcast. But that creates a philosophical question. Is your success really your success or is it a cumulative success of everybody that you've tapped into and gone before you? There's a lot of people who, who could be successful and choose not to be. That's true. But are they giants? Are they themselves giants? Yeah. They're standing on the the shoulders of giants. Are they? Yeah, but they're just not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like, they're just, they're squandering their opportunity. That's true. 
That's true. And so that's why I said this is going to be kind of a philosophical endeavor because I want people to think internally. And the one thing that I think this contributes to is being grateful for one. Mm-hmm. And I think gratitude is a is a trait that everybody needs to embrace in gratitude and humility. Mm-hmm. And to recognize that you're not all that and a bag of chips, but your mm-hmm. success comes from others around you. Your company, your manager, your product, your friends, your customers, they're all contributing to your success, whether you realize it or not. So I look at it, I look at success as standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, there have been several people that I know who have who have come from nothing and still done great. Like but, they've they've been able to crush it themselves. Like they're pulling themselves up. Did they use the wisdom of their manager? Okay, that's a little bit different. Yeah, I'm with Why you there. Why is it different? I mean, that, see, that's what I'm talking about. We use we use all of the things that have been learned by others. Correct. And you incorporate that into what you're doing, and then that generates the next step. Now, the, the next people come along, they're going to see what you did. And they're going to use that as a tool to get to the next level. And, and there are a handful, well, more than a handful, there's dozens and dozens and dozens, maybe even hundreds of clients, prospects, um, people that I've sold to in the past, you know, through, through medical, through pest control, through financial, like they're, they become friends. Like yeah. they started out as complete strangers. Now they're dear friends. And I wouldn't be where I'm at without them, you know, without them supporting me in my journey. And granted, yeah, they're getting a service for it, but they can get a service through somebody else. And more than likely it would be just as good. Like I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't, yes, while I hope and in my head, I try to think that I give them this amazing service that they can't find any place else more than likely they can still find an equivalent service. It's just that they choose to do business with me and I love them for it. Like that is the coolest thing. And you're right, without them, no, none of this would be possible. But then think of those people. Who did they learn from? Whose shoulders did they stand on to be able to see their next step? Me, they on my shoulder and learn from me. <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding. That'd be looking backwards. <laughs> no, but think about it. Everybody in this process, all right, you're striving to get better. Mm-hmm. You have to apply the tools that you have. You have to learn those tools and learn those tips, learn the skills by watching others or just by having an innate desire to improve. Mm-hmm. But where do you go to get the tools to improve? You have to look to others. And it's only by what you've learned, and you can formulate a new idea to maybe take the next step forward. So that's why I'm I'm thinking in terms of the past, the history, the people that have gone before you, they have contributed in ways that you really aren't even sure you understand. But let's go back to uh, your third grade teacher. Okay. Mrs. Leonard. Third grade teacher. Yeah, Mrs. Leonard. Mrs. I like Leonard. if we can go back to my fourth grade, Mrs. Eagleston. She was amazing. All right, we're gonna Mrs. Eagleston, amazing teacher. Yes. How did she become an amazing teacher? Uh, because 
she was also my primary teacher growing up. <laughs> that's she she had have, so much love in her heart. She was incredible. Oh shit. Okay, that's one trait. Compassion, right? Yes. But she has to really that, good. She has to match that compassion with an understanding of your development process. She had to learn that somewhere. Yeah. And that development process was all fostered by a bunch of people doing research and having done this for a couple of years. They formulated an idea and provided it to her. But all of their research is based on something. So it's a continual evolution, right? It's a process that we're all going through. And I think it's important for sales reps to understand you right now are a beneficiary of everything that has happened before. And I think it's, I think it's really a good idea to stop and think about that because I think it doesn't produce kind of a, if you're honest about it, a level of gratitude and humility mm-hmm. about what you're doing, which I think are two traits that need to be taken into, a, into the account because they're obvious, they stand out, and people respect it. Mike, let me share a little bit about my naivete. Fifth grade teacher. Oh. Yeah, my sixth grade teacher. She was also. <laughs> no, there was just growing up as a kid, and I'll say that because it won't sound as bad and it won't sound like this was actually like five years ago. Um, <laughs> as, a, no, as, as a kid, I was, I was always wondering, wow, these advancements in science, the advancements that are happening around us, they happen pretty quickly. And so I started thinking about, let's say, let's just take like nuclear, um, harnessing nuclear power. Mm-hmm. So like that took people a very long time to try to figure out how to do it. Yeah. And the engineering process of, of you know, how does this whole thing come together? Then from there, they're able to add on to it to say, okay, now that we can understand you know, just the atom. Now we can harness, you know, trying to, trying to split it. And so when we take a look at this, I, I looked at that and I said, that's going to take forever for somebody to learn. It took people lifetimes to be able to put all this information together. Yeah. I was thinking, well, if it took them lifetimes, then it's going to take me a lifetime just to learn everything that they had, that they had learned. And in the reality is, is no, like that can probably be done in, like a semester or two of teaching. Like their whole life's effort, achievements, work can just be condensed down into, hey, here are several classes and studies. And then for you, then you take it, you put it into practice, and then you can add on to it. And when you add on to it, you need to make sure that you're sharing that with somebody else. So then they now all of a sudden mass this entire, you know, portfolio of information. And they can combine it so quickly. And so now it's not going to take people multiple lifetimes to relearn it. Like I was thinking, I just, I was thinking if I was stranded on a deserted island, would I be able, what would I be able to create? Could I get to a state where I could have Wi-Fi? You know, and the answer is uh, no, like I'm, I'm not going to be able to get there. And so then I start backtracking it, you know, well, what could I get? Could I get basic, you know, can I make a tool in a, you know, a tool in a, hammer and screwdriver you know and i don't even know that i could get that far and so So, building on people's successes is going to help squeeze that learning process down um, and also taking advantage of your situation is also going to help 
So there's an interesting story, and I heard this. this I think you're talking, well, let me, let me back up. There's two things you're talking about. One, adding your own style to a certain process, right? An established yep. process that somebody else has already figured out. That's one thing. There's adding your style and utilizing, customizing it for you. But there's, that's copying. But there's also innovation mm -hmm. that will take the concept, add something to it that is completely unique, and then make it your own. That's discovery. Mm -hmm. So that you think about all the different discoveries and the advancements in technology. That's been people adding something to it, not just copying the idea. Right. That's where I think the differentiation comes. I'm fine with copying. I am absolutely fine with that because I'm not, uh, I'm not smart enough, bright enough to add something to it that's going to make a huge innovation and a difference. All right. So maybe uh, that's what we do for our book that we launch. We just take James Muir's book, The Perfect Close, and we just copy it. We just say close perfectly. <laughs> we, ju we, ju we just there retitle it. Yeah, there you go. We just copy it over and uh, that works. Mike's okay so, with copying. Yeah, I am okay with copying. I guess there's a difference between copying and plagiarizing. Is there? I majored in plagiarizing. <laughs> yes. It's, okay. Um, so... I learned this on a podcast of all places. You ever listened to the, the way I heard it with Mike Rowe? I thought you were going to ask if I've ever listened to a podcast. <laughs> no, have yes. you ever listened? To yes. It's Mike Rowe's fantastic. great. His storytelling's amazing. Really good. He writes his own material, but phenomenal, phenomenal podcast. He told a story of an actress that was one of the most brilliant actresses, but also one of the most attractive women at the time. And so people just took her for, you know, the looks only. But she was also really smart. And she was growing up in Nazi Germany. And she was invited to these parties as kind of the, you know, the eye candy. But she would listen to the generals talking and everything. And then later, when she... I don't know if she defected or how she she left Nazi Germany, went to the United States. She started toying around with this idea that she had. And it was based on what she already knew about film production and everything else. She started toying with this idea. And eventually, that idea that she had that she had written down and she talked to somebody about. Oh, and her name was Hedy Lamar. You ever heard of Hedy Lamar? No, but spoiler alert. You don't need uh -oh. to listen to Mike Rowe's 12th episode oh, you need, on you his need podcast. To you need to listen. Mike just gave it all away. Uh, yeah, I did, but <laughs> it's worth listening to. Anyway, all the information that she had gathered, and she started toying with it, eventually, and then people adding to it, you know, standing on the shoulders of giants again, people added to it. She is credited with inventing Wi-Fi. Really? Yeah. So now you got to go listen to Micro. Interesting. Or you have to read somewhere on the internet. So then that way, when I'm sitting on my deserted island all by myself, because I've been shunned and abandoned. You would never invent Wi-Fi because you've never seen an old silent movie. Oh. It was invented a long... It, the concept was invented a long time ago. It's just taken until now, until the technology catches up with the idea. Mike, there's uh, many times in my 
sales journey that I try to recreate something. I try to recreate, redo something. I try to not only, there's a difference between making it better and recreating. And too many times I find myself on the recreating side. I'm trying to develop a new process, find prospects a different way. I'm trying to, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. It's, you know, for example, selling pest control. My job was to go door to door to sell pest control. And I'd find myself at Subway trying to convince the store owner to buy pest control. It's like, that's commercial. Like, that's not even residential. Not something we do. I don't need to change the whole business by doing something completely different. Yeah. Um, what you're suggesting here is just making sure that I'm changing the right way. Like, making sure that I am that I can stand on the shoulders of giants. I need to improve. I need to continue to listen and grow. I need to do it in a way though that fits. Like I don't need to rebuild the sales industry. I don't need to rebuild how my company sells by doing something vastly different. It's currently working. They built a business a certain way. They're looking for a certain clientele. Like at some point, I need to stick to the process and continue to increase sales a normal way, but still adding my flair to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm suggesting that we don't go in trying to reinvent the wheel, but we customize it, we alter it, and we adapt it to our unique individual style. Because everybody is a little bit different. Everybody's vanilla is going to be slightly different. Because I put a little more sugar, a little bit more vanilla, something in the recipe, it's going to be slightly different. It's still vanilla, mm-hmm. and, I, and my suggestion is we focus on that. Focus on improving your skills, just your listening skills. It's not going to change the entire process, mm-hmm. but it's something that you can control, and you can develop and make effective for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that. Again, I want to go back to the whole standing on the shoulders of giants. I'm not suggesting that we can't advance. I'm just saying that by using what other people have already done and adapting it, it's going to make it much quicker for us. I love it. And it makes a whole lot of sense. Keep pushing, keep learning, keep growing, stand on the shoulders of giants. And make sure that your giant is taller than me. (laughs) Mike great topic thank you so much hey pleasure Scott I've been thinking about it it's interesting hey shoot us over who you are standing on the shoulders of we want to hear from you love to hear from you Mike have a great week all right Scott take care see See ya